Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Welcome to our program. Don't expect much. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, right out of the gate, huh? Well, I just, it's not that it's not a quality program. Mm -hmm. We just have no ambitions. Okay. Well, I well, like how do you know that I don't have big ambitions for this episode? Have you You had, didn't ask me. Maybe I want to solve the debt crisis. Really? Maybe which, I'm going to teach which people debt crisis. Oh. You you got a debt crisis? I'll solve it. <laughs> okay. Check out the beat while the DJ revolves it. <laughs> debt debt baby. <laughs> maybe I'm going to talk about which of my favorite seven wonders of the world are what would you say, Library of Alexandria? <laughs> I mean, it's no Hanging Garden of Babylon. <laughs> and of course, there's Kong, the eighth wonder of the world. <laughs> now nah, you're right. Don't expect much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, best case scenario, if mm. it's a real high-minded episode, maybe I'll bring up uh, the brief period in seventh grade when I played a lot of Pong combat on my computer. It was a shareware game that combined Pong and Mortal Kombat. Mm, I didn't know that existed. Well, now you do. How do you fit those See? two things together? This is this show's not just about joking around. You also learn things. Yeah. So it's an important piece of video game history. There were fatalities. So like the but it's Pong paddles, which are just you yeah. know, white lines, but they would spout blood. Oh. That sounds fun. I mean, that's enough for yeah, 1992. Totally. 1993. I mean, whatever. if you really want, if you really want that, you know, violence fix. If you're a real yeah. gore hound, yeah. you're playing battle chess. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or uh, what's the thing that you like with the uh, robots that play baseball for Nintendo? Oh, uh, Baseball Simulator 1000. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I like how they picked a kind of unimpressive number for that. Yeah. But I guess they were hoping it would become a franchise and then there would be know, a 2,000, 3,000. Got it. And I don't know. Maybe it did. Yeah. There's literally no way to find out. Yeah. It was weird that they ended it with that like uh, crazy sort of like space black hole scene with the baby in space and the whole mm-hmm. freak out thing. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people say that the creative ba- of Baseball Stars, sorry, <laughs> Baseball Simulator 1000 uh, is actually the guy who faked the moon landing. Yeah. And that scene was him confessing to it. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. It was Stanley Kubrick's first video game, I should mention, <laughs> Baseball Simulator 1000. By the way, Jordan, from now on, uh, new Jordan Jesse Go rule, uh, you will bring up Baseball Simulator 1000, mm-hmm. your favorite Nintendo Entertainment System baseball game. Sure. I will bring up Baseball Stars, my favorite Nintendo oh. Entertainment System I'm sorry, a game. slip of the tongue made me encroach onto your zone. Yeah, Jordan, there's a line in the sand here, okay? Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about ro- base wars. Base. What was base? Okay. We do, I need, you need somebody to Google this at this point. Brian, would you look up Baseball Simulator 1000 and see if it was different from base wars? I think You know what? Fucking no. Don't. Let's not talk about robots. this anymore. Let's just stop talking shoot, about this. Shoot lasers. Yeah. And then uh, Baseball Stars is the one with the SNK crushers versus yeah. the lovely ladies. Yeah. Anyway. They're different. But they are both on the Nintendo? Uh-huh. NES. Okay. So these were competing futuristic baseball games. Well, good. We figured that out. You want to just end the show? 
I mean, what what more ground is there to come? I mean, I haven't solved that debt crisis yet. But... And Jordan, to be clear, when I say, do you want to just end the show? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, should we just pack it in? Oh, the whole thing? Yeah. Can we? Is there a way we can burn podcasting to the ground? Kind <laughs> of like Sherman's March, you know? Is there a way we can end it all? <laughs> Can we send a guy with a dynamite vest into Panoply? <laughs> There's not a threat against Panoply. They have many fine programs. But seriously, Andy Bowers, watch your fucking back. Yeah, we've got we've got martyrs at the ready to dynamite vest in your We're coming operation. For you. We're coming for you, Pesca. Yeah. You know what? This is payback for you being so nice to us. We're coming for you, that dating show I listened to and liked but forgot the name of. <laughs> you know the one. Watch out, a collaboration with the Washington Post at some point, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, ch fu. Yeah, watch out, show about fu. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's called fu show. Yeah. Uh, on the dating show on Panoply that I can't remember the name of. Yes. Can I interrupt you for a second? Yeah. I just named the Fu podcast and I did a great job. Congratulations. Fu show. (laughs) F-H-O, S-H-O? P-H-O. P-H-O. S-H-O-W. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on the Panoply dating podcast, Mm -hmm. I learned that there is a celebrity Tinder. Oh, really? Yeah. It's called- Allison Becker's on it? I mean, why don't we introduce her? Yeah. And then we'll find out. Our guest on this week's program is uh, a hilarious actress, Mm -hmm. a charming host, Mm -hmm. a regular guest on Jordan Jesse Go, one of our favorites. Mm -hmm. You know her from many television programs, uh, frequently on Parks and Recreation, for example. Mm -hmm. What are you on right now? What's a a top credit for an Allison Becker right Uh, now? Well, right now I'm on a show on True TV called You Can Do Better. Yeah, you can do- Because can't you? Yeah. Everybody. You can. Network. You've done network before. Come on, Allison Becker. Have, let's I step have. it up. No, that's great. True TV, the home of Guy Branham. Mm-hmm. Home of Adam Conover. Others. The official Max Fun uh, television network at this point. There you go. Yeah. Um, Allison Becker, it's a joy to have you back on the show. It's a joy to be back on the show. Thanks for having me. Did you know about Celebrity Tinder? Um, I think you're talking about Raya. Yes. I am not on Raya. Yeah. I'm not against... Online dating, I haven't tried it. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the reasons why I haven't tried I don't know what Raya is linked to, but a lot of the apps are linked to Facebook, and I'm not on Facebook. Oh, interesting. Mm. So I feel like that's discrimination right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> I think Raya is linked to the Grams, oh, which the I am not on. Yeah. Oh, you're not. That's right. You're not on it. But also, I am on Instagram. I enjoy it. And I'm sure that's the only thing excluding me from this <laughs> very exclusive social network where people go to fuck Ryan Gosling. I'm sure, well, we would love to have you, but who, guy who has been on Comedy Central I three also, times. I also, like, try to make an effort to not date actors. Sure, okay. So I think I would not enjoy that app. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, you what know, I mean? you could always date a nice development executive. Uh, that would be lovely, and I could pitch him while we're having sex. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> here's, here's the pitch. Hear me out. It's about cunnilingus. <laughs> <laughs> and how much you do and how much and about how <laughs> a, a guy is constantly doing it uh no so i learned about this celebrity tender and i i asked a buddy of mine if he had heard of celebrity tender uh this is a fellow celebrity <laughs> this is wallace sean <laughs> oh wallace sean yeah from the princess bride yeah the yeah. acclaimed playwright <laughs> that's him yeah uh who boy he gets so much ass on that dude does he 
Uh, if I was Wally Sean, mm-hmm. I'd be plowing my way through Hollywood if, oh. I, if I was on that app. You know you're swiping right on Wally Sean. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Um, indubitably. Inconceivable. Well played. Yeah. You're well thinking of inconceivable. Played. Who says indubitably? <laughs> I don't know. Is it, who's... You do now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's okay. your thing. Just pretend like you didn't make a slight error as to what the Princess Bride catchphrase was. That's just my new catchphrase. Yeah, you just got to run with this thing now. Yeah. My other new catchphrase is, is, never get involved in a land war in South America. There you go. <laughs> Classic. This is like this is like the catchphrase version of like tripping and then pretending you were like walk running. Got it. Lean into <laughs> this. Uh, so I asked this buddy, I'm like, oh, yeah, have you heard of the celebrity tender? And he's like, oh, yeah, I have heard of the celebrity tender. Um, you know, you got to submit your Instagram and then like, you know, someone vets you. You know, it's hilarious. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they vet you to see if you have a vet. Uh-huh. Very important that you have a vet. <laughs> you know, Gosling's got a vet. Oh, several. Yeah, many vets. Um, and he's like, oh yeah, they have to, you know, they have to vet you, and you know, just make and I sure. do know that your profile because I have, I do have friends who are on it, and okay. that your profile is like a video. Yeah, and I hear a song auto plays, which was the most stressful part about thinking about this. Wasn't that how MySpace was too? Couldn't yeah. you add a song yeah. to your MySpace again? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so celebrity Tinder is it's like basically a MySpace. Yeah, a sixteen-year-old favorite screamo band's MySpace page. Exactly. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. So I, I, I have a female friend who I know is, uh, it's all over the apps. Okay. And I asked her, I'm like, oh, hey, so I hear there's like a, there's like a celebrity. Tenor. You know, I've been on Comedy Central three times. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a creative. Yeah. Got this. You're hit. a celebrity. I mean, you know, I'm like, is this an option for me, Jordan yes. Morris? I would say yes. Fuel TV sure. I've hung out with you and like people come up, like fans come up to you. You are a celebrity. Do they seem like the kind of fans who would be on an Instagram <laughs> vetted dating app? Uh, they're attractive. The women are very attractive. Yeah. I I let me segue into a story about that. <laughs> let me finish this story. Uh and then so I asked this woman, like, so she's done a lot of dating apps. I'm like, oh hey, so have you heard of this celebrity tender? Do you think do you think it's something I should apply for? And she's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> but she may have been saying that as a compliment. Sure, yeah, yeah. Because like it sounds just like I'm sure there's lovely people on it. Sure. I have friends who are on it, but it also sounds like it probably attracts the douchiest people as well. I'm sure that's what she was getting at. Which right? is I'm too salt of the earth, too real. Yeah. Like you could also like probably date on it, but are you really gonna find like your partner sure. on there? I don't know. That's why I got have to go on more rafting trips. <laughs> there, I did hear about a dating service that is aimed at like activities. So, like your first date is like a hike or skydiving or something. Oh boy. And I'm like, that kind of sounds interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, that would be great to get on that and just put your activity as the most dangerous game. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to hunt man just, for sport with me? Just, just or we show hunt up, each other. Mm-hmm. Show up with <laughs> just a giant rifle and just go chunk, chunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are hunting them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're doing the hunting. Yeah. You're, you're, that's what, that's Whoever, what dating has is to all win about. The date. Yeah. I'm a meninist. <laughs> if you survive the night, second date, miniature golfing. Yeah. <laughs> a, little more, a little more chill. Um, What's the story you're going to tell about the attractive fans who come up to you? <laughs> now, now, number one, mm-hmm. I want to say that I think she was laughing, not because you don't belong on that app, but because mm-hmm. you don't need that app. 
Yeah. You can sure. fuck Ryan Gosling whenever you want, yeah. Jordan. Oh, thanks, guys. I mean, you guys fuck all the time, you and Ryan Gosling. Yeah. Get with the gauze. Yeah. That's what you're always saying to me. You're always texting me. Get with the gauze. <laughs> yeah. And we are always fucking each other. But here's the thing. I think it's just sex for him. Right. And he's nice about it. Well, but He what? seems like he would be nice about it. He would be. It. Realistically, nice Jordan, mm-hmm. what is it for you? It's sex. <laughs> and also, I have a movie to pitch you <laughs> about cuddlingers. We're trying to work, guys. We're trying to get jobs. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, listen. I, I, I adore Jordan Jesse Go fans. They are the nicest people in the world. Yep. And they are why we do this. Yep. Certainly no other reason to do this other than our lovely fans. And any time we meet one of them... We're grateful. Absolutely. That is the 25 best people on this earth. (laughs) (laughs) We will now name them. Uh, So I was in Austin not that long ago for... Biggie and the Mets was upset that I've never name dropped him on the show. So there you go. go. There you go, fella. Uh, I was in Austin, Texas for a Mm -hmm. wedding. And I had uh, had lunch with our buddy Griffin from the Brother Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. You know the one. Uh, uh, well, he also does Tales from the Magic Tavern now. Oh, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Alton, for you, Griffin is a guy uh, on our podcast network who does uh, who does many shows uh, which are much more popular than this one. Yes. Uh, and great shows. Fabulous. Fabulous. On merit. Popular great. for a reason. Yeah. Got the contacts. So we're walking And let's up. be honest. Griffin is the best one. Sure. Number one with a bullet. <laughs> four, a bullet for Travis and Justin, his other two brothers, who deserve to die. What is, <laughs> what is this, some kind of magic bullet? <laughs> they can go through one guy and then the other guy? Yeah, they fun. shouldn't have lined up while they were playing the most dangerous game. <laughs> there you go. Mistake one. Uh, so we're walking up to this Austin restaurant. Mm-hmm. Barbecue. Going to get yourself some queso? Here's the thing. I'm, I'm texting with Griffin. Mm-hmm. Saying, where are we going to? Uh, I'm in Austin. In Austin, they call it text texting. <laughs> <laughs> it's texting, but it's covered in queso. Uh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> where are we going? He's like, I know, I know a great Vietnamese place. Mm-hmm. Like Vietnamese place. Vietnamese Give in me Austin. A fucking or, break, or, you just, say to I'm, yourself. I'm here for the Q. I'm here for the yeah. mix of the text variety. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This fucking Vietnamese place was goddamn delicious. It was like one of the best meals I've had this year was at this Austin Vietnamese place. It was so Didn't good. Didn't know there was even a strong Vietnamese community in Austin. It was probably cooked by a white, but <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was probably cu- cooked by a tattoo white. You know, whites cook Hipster. some good stuff these days. Yeah. I ate at a Rick Bayless restaurant in Chicago, and it, it was pretty fucking good. Who's that? Uh, he's a white that makes Mexican food. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, in Chicago, they believe Rick Bayless invented Mexican food. Ah, uh, sure. Yeah. I this this might be racism, but if I walk into a sushi bar and the sushi chef is not Japanese, I leave. <laughs> that's yeah. I think that's one of the ones that that's okay. Now this might be racism if I walk into a sushi bar and the sushi chef is not waving a samurai sword. I leave. <laughs> you so you to... leave a lot. You leave a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah to be honest, so you've never yeah. eaten at a sushi <laughs> no, I have not. 
Um, I think that's more of a cultural thing, though, because I just know the Japanese culture is very clean. Oh, sure. And I wouldn't trust an American <laughs> to handle raw fish. Americans. Yeah, again, the dirtiest race, Americans. <laughs> previously, I'm filthy. Previously, you were sort of on the edge of racism. Now you've jumped right in. <laughs> but, but it's more xenophobia towards Americans. Okay. Right. Got it. It's a, it's a kind of a self-hating thing. It's a self-hating thing. thing. I'm we're like, listen, filthy. I know how much I scratch my balls. Right. I don't want to handle a piece of uni that I've handled. Right. I don't want you to make sushi for me, Jordan. No. I, I love you. I don't want you to make sushi for me. I don't want that for you because <laughs> I love you. I don't want you to put something in your mouth that I have handled. Right. Guys, I love both of you. <laughs> make me some fucking sushi. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, I will be uh, running the dandruff out of my hair while I do it, though. Got okay, it. so you eat this Vietnamese food. So, so it's dope. It's You're excited. Dope. It's great. I'm like, what's this? Way to go! Um, you got a whole. You got the whole McElroy clan there. You looking at a, you looking at G Mac? You looking at a Rachel McElroy? Nah, just Griffin. Yeah. Okay. Boys Fair night enough. out, baby. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> You're in Austin. Got You're in on AK. Gonna get some pho with your bro. Yeah. Uh, three letters, bro. Three letters. Coincidence? Nah. Jordan, also you're... three letters. <laughs> you're talking to the host of Fu Show. Oh, I know right. a little bit of, about going out for fu with your bro. Yeah. Uh, as we're walking up to this restaurant, a real, a real, a real Austin cutie. Yeah. Walks up to Griffin. He's a married man, and I'm sure was not. You know. No. Not even on Boys Night Out. Not even on Boys no. Night Out. She was ecstatic. To meet him, she was so thrilled, like, like Ed Sullivan Beatles gasping. Amazing. Amazing. Wanted a pick. Wanted to. Uh, uh, can you? I mean, I'm going to call my friend, and you leave the message Aww. on their voicemail, and then and then just listing like just a. I mean, and you know, and I get it, man. The guy's fucking great. Yeah. And I, if funny. I saw him out on the street and did not know him, I would feel similarly. Yeah. Gushing. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm gonna. I'm not going to hover around like some weirdo. I'm going to go inside, put our name in. Great. And then, uh, so I go inside, put our name in, and a, a fellow walks up to me. Uh, and I would describe this man as a kind of younger version of Jay Mascus from Dinosaur Jr. Does that... Paint a picture. I got it. You could have just. You could have just said an Austinite. Yeah, sure. Yeah, a uh, yeah Austin man, twenty seven B. Yeah, Great. comes up to me. It's like, hey, Jordan Morris, cool podcast, and leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe I need celebrity tender. Nah, fuck it. Wait, I have a question for both yes, of you. Please. Yeah. Um, as uh, personalities, mm-hmm. visible personalities, is there sure. anyone who you would meet that you would probably freak out like probably Ooh. lose your shit over a little bit yeah 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 that's a good question uh does one come to mind for you jesse i mm, there's one that i can't say because i may be <laughs> meeting and working with this person okay um we'll see knock on wood is it my boy wally sean um <laughs> i would kind of freak out if i met wally yeah, sean wally sean i would be like intimidated by i feel like oftentimes it's like is there let me ask you this is there anyone that you had a crush on when you were younger that if you met them now you'd still be like well we've talked we've talked on this show about the time i was at the public radio conference and then uh all of a sudden uh i was uh, and i was at like the welcome reception and then all of a sudden i realized that i had just started talking to lisa loeb (laughs) (laughs) and i was like (laughs) lisa 
Loeb, by the way, is like the chillest, nicest person. I know Lisa. She's lovely. What an amazing person. I met Loeb this year. Similar. But I think that's like, yeah, of, I also feel like of our age group, a lot of guys were obsessed with Alyssa Milano. Because she was like on Who's the Boss at the age when like we were discovering our bodies. (laughs) Oh, there's the boss. I said to myself. Uh, I remember meeting Gina Gershon uh, when I was doing the Goofy Press Junkets for the Fuel TV Mm -hmm. and being like, oh, I remember. And it was it was just like a. Of such a vivid sense. You're like I talk, memory. I thought about you in a naughty way. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I oh, remember thinking funny. about you and hoping my mom wouldn't come home. <laughs> Gina Gershon from Face Off. Uh, oh. That was a weird. Yeah, you know, I think it's, you know, it's not necessarily like who's the most famous, but I think it was like, yeah, it's you not know, who's the most. It's just who's you have that weird. Who was important to you exactly. during a pivotal time? Exactly. Do you that, have that will make you regress to a child? You now I know you've met Bon Jovi. Yeah, that was mine, and okay. I did not do well. <laughs> <laughs> I am from New Jersey. I've seen Bon Jovi in concert twenty two times. Oh boy! Uh, I love them. I love him, and I got to interview him once, and I, I really, I couldn't hold my shit together. <laughs> You, I just couldn't do and it. You've, you're, you've hosted innumerable things. You're yeah. a perfectly professional, competent interviewer. Interviewed uh, arguably more famous people, uh, and I um, was fine with them. And then Bon Jovi, I just when he when John Bon Jovi walked in the room, I just started talking so fast that he literally had to put his hand on me and go, "Slow down." <laughs> oh boy. Uh, and then we started the interview and. Um, I said to camera, I was like, when I was a little girl growing up in New Jersey, I had two dreams. One of them was to own a dolphin named Oliver, <laughs> and the other was to make out with John Bon Jovi, and neither of those are ever going to come true. And then he grabbed me and he kissed me. Oh, boy. <laughs> and I watched How that tape it? over How and over. It? Well, there was no tongue. It was no, just like sure. a weird TV it was a, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was pretty great. <laughs> so, I, interesting, I, I was noticing you referred, you said, you refer to Bon Jovi as both him and them. So there's Bon Jovi the yes. band and Bon Jovi the man. There is. You wanted to make out with the band. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to make out with the band. <laughs> who's the other guy from, who's the other Richie famous? Sambora. Richie, Richie Sambora. Sambora. He's no longer in the band. Oh no, what happened? Um, uh, alcohol happened, I think. Oh, Sambora. Sambora. I think they left amicably. One of the only bands, Bon Jovi and also Poison, they're two of the only bands that are have been around so long because... The lead singer is also technically the employer. Did you know that? I did not know that. A lot of bands break up because of creative differences because no one has final say. Um, But Brett Michaels with Poison and John Bon Jovi with Bon Jovi, they're the boss. So, like, if there is any, any, like, tension, if the drummer's like, I want to do. The drummer, I want to do some reggae stuff. Tico Torres. It's yeah, Tico Torres. I have his original art hanging on my wall. Oh yes. boy, <laughs> I'm in deep, guys. What's a Tico Torres <laughs> artwork like? It's um, a fine charcoal art. drawing of a half naked John Bon Jovi. <laughs> it's somewhere between Francis Pave and Picasso. If you guys know art, it's somewhere between those two. Okay, <laughs> what is it? What are you dropping on a Torres? <laughs> I it was. It was gifted to me by like the head of some network who was like, "I ha- he gave this to me and it's been in my basement for years and I know you're a weird Bon Jovi freak. Do you want it? And I was like, yes. You, but I don't know I what it I have a rare cost. Torres in my basement. Yeah. Chico Torres. Yeah. Um, Do you have any medical tape? I just broke my eyeglass. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's the only – well, it's not the only. It's like the most embarrassing thing about me, how much I love Bon Jovi. What's more embarrassing? 
I don't know, but that's pretty embarrassing. What's similarly embarrassing? What, let me I'm think catching. On it. I'm catching you here because you led into this. You I'd, clearly I'd... set yourself up to reveal further embarrassing <laughs> things about you. No, ordinarily, ordinarily, I wouldn't put you on the spot. No, that's fair. Let but me think. Said, I don't know if there's anything well, I want to admit. Okay. <laughs> so, it, what was the what's the most recent Bon Jovi concert you've been to? Um, honestly, it's been like two years, and that's like a long time. Wow. For me. <laughs> what is a what is why have you turned against John Bon Jovi? I I don't know. I don't know. Because he kicked out Sambora. <laughs> yeah. I saw him once without Sambora. It was still good. What's the crowd like at a Bon Jovi concert two Great years ago? Great question. Um, a lot of people in their 40s. Jimmy Pardo, probably. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, like, I feel like you are younger than the average person. Well, I'm still in my 30s, but I'm pushing. But I was also like my older cousins listened to him and my brother. So I was like looked up to them mm. and wanted to be into like – and I grew up in Jersey. So we listened to like cheesy hair metal. A lot of people at the concerts bring their kids, which is fun. Mm. And I will say that every time I go see them in concert, I try to bring a new friend who – or a different friend who every time is always like – I'll go because it'll be hilarious. And then once the concert starts, they're like, this is a great show. And I forgot I know all these songs. <laughs> <laughs> so don't mock it till you tried it. Yeah. Uh, I have a live music experience coming up. I want to tell you guys about it. Okay. I know I'm going to get shit for it. I know I'm going to get shit for it in here. And I know I'm going to get shit for it online later. Ooh, okay. Okay. But I have good reasons. All right. In a couple of weeks, I'm gonna gonna go up to Pasadena, and I'm gonna see Smash Mouth. Shut the fuck up, everyone! It's worse than I thought it was gonna be. Okay. It's worse than I thought it was gonna be. Why? He, he, here, okay. I have seen them live, not intentionally. <laughs> they were just like playing in a show of other people, but so why something on? They were just playing at a Macy's. You were walking. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the guy just sits at the piano at Nordstrom's <laughs> in the Husky Boys department. Yeah, <laughs> sale on cargo found, shorts. I just found out Husky somebody. My, my friend told me that when he was younger, he was a little chubby, and he said he shopped in the Husky section. I didn't know that that's what it was called. Yeah, <laughs> I bet the original name for Smash Mouth was the Husky Boys. <laughs> <laughs> With a Z. Yeah. Um, so, okay. So, on at midnight where I work, um, a problem that we run into a lot is the frame of reference that the audience has. Okay. Right? I ran into this problem when I did a branded episode of Judge John Hodgman. Uh-huh. And... <laughs> John Hodgman. That sentence is the most Hollywood thing you've ever said. <laughs> John Hodgman referenced. You didn't call it content. No. A Depeche Mode license plate. Mm-hmm. And the advertising agency uh, had us cut the entire segment. Mm-hmm. A Depeche Mode license plate frame that he had seen. Uh, the, the advertising agency had us cut the entire segment on, uh, with just the simple dismissal. Millennials don't know what that is. God, that's mm. so sad. I don't know the mode. Yeah. But they also, like, don't even know who, like, Nirvana is. That's, like, right. insane to me. Well, here's, here's... Plus, they're lazy. Yeah. <laughs> they think that they can just get over based on my work. Hmm. You know what I mean? And they yeah, all want that's a what we did. fucking participation <laughs> trophy. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sick of yeah, handing out yeah. participation trophies to entitled millennials who don't like racism. <laughs> Uh, have fun in your safe space, Snapchat. Yeah, I'll be I'll be over here enjoying my freedom by being a racist. <laughs> um, so 
so you know there's and I don't I don't necessarily think so so a problem we have on it at midnight is like, well we know there's the there's the television audience who's probably cool comedy fans. At home. And then there's the in house audience. Yes. Which is like tourists probably, right? Yeah, so like we people could, who are like, Oh, the Wheel of Fortune's full. Yeah, could be anything. It and they, could, they're not going they're not hip to at midnight. No. Uh my parents don't know what at midnight is. No, of course. No, I you've, want them. They, you've been on I've it. I've been on it. They would just be so confused. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I made a blowjob joke. Their heads would explode. Sure. Yeah. Uh, my mom. Uh, the last time I was on it, my mom came to sit in the audience, and it was ninety percent period jokes. I think. <laughs> yeah. Could be worse. It could it was be worse. Re- it was real vulgar. I was sitting behind your mom yeah. and Brad. Oh yeah. And, Periods are not vulgar. Uh, I think. They're, yeah. I mean, uh, sorry. You think it's vulgar, Jesse? I think they're beautiful. Yeah. yeah. What? Well, now no. it's weird. Now I'm on Jesse's no, side. No, I don't. Jordan's no, applauding. I think this is even strong. creepier. <laughs> um, and I, I was looking over them to see you. Mm-hmm. You know, I was maybe that's fun. Eight feet behind. That's them. fun, right? And uh, they, I, you should know that they did really enjoy it very sincerely. I can imagine. But uh, I did find myself thinking at every punchline oh jordan's mom's right there <laughs> oh she's a nice nurse sure <laughs> doesn't understand why you have to swear to be funny yeah but that is a challenge because you want to get that energy from the audience in-house sure but they're not your crowd yeah oh just real quick have you so you mentioned feeling bad about the blowjob joke and your mom seeing it have you ever had to do a performance or put out a show that you were weird about your mom seeing Ninety percent of the stuff. I, I mean, yeah. my parents are like very Catholic. They've been yeah. together since they were twelve, mm-hmm. since the sixth grade. So yeah, most of the stuff. Literally? Like they liked. Yeah, literally. Wow. Crazy, right? And that's, that's not like hyperbole. That's like legit. And they couldn't use birth control then, because no. they're Catholic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So they're twelve years older than you. No, they are not. <laughs> I see the math you did there. Uh, they tr- they also like is I. They tried for 10 years to have kids because this was like before all this like fertility magic and stuff. So they just kept trying and trying. And finally, they prayed enough Mm -hmm. and it happened. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They got they got their own little earth angel. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back after this next hit from whoever sang that song. It's me, Casey Kasem. Well done. Thank you. Nobody listening knows who that is. (laughs) (laughs) So I think so. Yeah. So on a minute. So you. You you know, you've got the home, the home viewer who probably has a pretty hip frame of reference, right? I would imagine, right? Because they're watching this show, they're tuning in to see Paul they're F. Live Tompkins tweeting and it. Steve Agee and Morgan Murphy, Snapchat, all that. I'm just saying, apps. keep naming them. They're ways. using them. Yes, they're using ways. They're getting candy from a ninja. They're freezing Postmates. up every time a KFC ad pops up. Yeah, GoPro. GoPro, sure. Now just brands. <laughs> Hershey's, Marshall's. Yeah. Easy spirits, Bunch, guys. Easy spirits. Bunch of rent-a-car. <laughs> Alamo rent-a-car. Always rent-a-car. Oh, so millennials. You guys love renting cars at the airport. Um, So, you know, so there's this thing of like, you know, making a joke but but feeling like the audience didn't know who Depeche Mode was or something right, right. like right. that. So we've had to kind of collect this little basket of references that we feel like are, you know, cool enough for the home audience, but also, you know, that people kind of get. Wait, can I just ask a question? Yeah. Are, is this a back way of justifying that you went to, that you're going to a yes, concert as quote unquote research? No, it's okay. not. Okay. <laughs> 
Don't try to pass it off as research. Because I would call bullshit on that. No, no, you you should call bullshit. Watch this some is, fucking it's a, videos. Listen, it's a bullshit thing that I'm doing. I Jordan doesn't have to release his tax returns to you. Yeah. He's under audit. He has to release his comedy tax returns to me. Um, okay, so? So so, so there's some things we, we can kind of count on that people get. Right. Drake. Right. Yes, say Drake, an audience goes fucking nuts. Yeah. Kids yep. love to hear jokes about Drake. Right. Interesting. Do they know that he was on Degrassi? Uh, I think they do. And that's know probably that. why, because it hits like a wide audience. Yeah. Like, it was like a child star and it's also a rapper, so yeah. Yeah, no, and I, I think and I think you're right about that. Is he just kind of like span Yes. You generations. Know, there are many yes, exactly. He's uh exactly. Plus he's Canadian. Cana- so, like, there's a whole thing. There he cries, he wears little sweaters. Great. <laughs> Fucking Drake, fun to goof on. And for whatever reason, a joke about how much Smash Mouth sucks pretty much always kills. And I don't know why. I think that there's an element because because the kids know – the kids love to meme Shrek. Uh Uh-huh. So I think because of their strong association with Shrek, Mm -hmm. people also know who Smash Mouth is. Shrek is that uh, racist frog. That's the one, yeah. Wait, I have an ignorant You're question. You're thinking of Harambe. <laughs> I have an ignorant question. Yeah. How does Smash Mouth relate to Shrek? Uh, on all the Shrek movies, there's usually always a Smash Mouth song Didn't on the even soundtrack. Yeah, that. I, I, it's a thing. Didn't realize that. Probably, yeah. Okay, yeah. Now it's tracking in my head. Got mm-hmm. it. Uh, so, again, still not sure okay. why you're going to Smash, <laughs> Smash Mouth show. <laughs> so, there was a beloved writer's assist on it at midnight. I'll say her name, Katie Mathewson. She's out there. She's out there. (laughs) She left to write on the hit Fox baseball program pitch. Oh, I read that script. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I don't think she wrote the pilot, but she's writing on the series. Great. So what about the lady baseball player, right? That's the one. Yeah. Um, Girls play sports, too. Hashtag girls play sports, too. Yeah. (laughs) You know what? When you're talking about this episode, hashtag it JJ Go, hashtag girls play sports, too. (laughs) Allison, I think she's a woman. You're right. She is. My bad. My bad. I just, I don't know. I, Jesse, I just call her brave. No. <laughs> what? No. Guys, come on. We have Who's a podcast applauding? to finish. Who's just applauding like, right now? <laughs> so many people. Hashtag girls play sports too is already has such momentum. And hashtag women play sports too only has like 300 posts. No, so I'm you're go right. Across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just. But let's... yes, she is a woman. I was being disrespectful. We were all being disrespectful. Please tell us why you're saying hashtag... Smash Mouth. Harambe. We're never going to let you get through this story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Harambe, if you're out there. Played baseball in heaven with a child. Um, sends out a mass email. Mm-hmm. Haven't, Katie. Haven't, Katie does. Haven't seen, her in, haven't seen her in months. Okay. Post-leaving. Post-leaving. Okay. Beloved member of the family. Hey, guys. Smash Mouth is in town. Oh, okay. I get it. Would love it if we would all go. Great. I'm I'm saying yes to life. Now I'm in. I'm in. Okay, I'm I in. I get this. Maybe and here to hold on. So I'm not completely in at this point. I'm but buying this fun, ticket. It'd be fun. A fun reunion. Yeah. It's while we're on break. It's in Pasadena. How much that ticket run? Thirty bucks. Great. Wow. I'm in. Yeah. A little sure. I mean, we're getting up to the point where eh, this is too much. But you know. Right. But Pasadena is far. But yeah. Pasadena okay. is a little bit of a haul. It's not an eighty dollar ticket. Well, it's not speak an eighty. Speak for yourself. Some yeah. of us live in Mount Washington. Yeah, you're right. Sure. A little closer for you. I yeah. think Jesse's offering for you to crash. <laughs> yeah, can I crash your Because I'm going to be so fucked up after this. I'm going to need some bananas and some Gatorade. <laughs> I'm going to be rolling, too, by the way. That's <laughs> Got it. 
And I'm like, what? You know, we're saying yes to life. We're going. What better conversation starter is there than I've seen Smash Mouth this year? Mm-hmm. And what do you think they open with? One of those YouTube videos of their raw vocals? <laughs> oh, God. Those are the best. <laughs> uh, do yourself a little favor. Next time you're hanging out on YouTube, Google Smash Mouth raw vocals, and it'll just be a guy going, yeah, let's party. <laughs> party all the time. Yeah, yeah. Cadillac. With no music. No music. I am, and I'm not doing a mean version of it. That is it. That was a fucking, I was doing it a favor. There's so much conviction in it. It's amazing. And if you're not, and I, again, I'm not totally convinced this is, this was a good idea. Are you guys going to get, how many people are going? I think it's a, I think it's a 10 person group. I I mean, I'm going to make a crazy proposal here because you should get a, like a limo, stretch limo, oh, or a party, party bus. bus. Shit. If you have ten people in, Fuck. because right there is cheaper than an Uber. Never been on a party bus. Oh, get it? Because they have mini party buses, like va- some shit, like a really jitney. And is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> like a jitney is like a little bus, that right? Sounds I mean, like, it might not be. It sounds like an antiquated racist Actually, term. I think a Those jitney jitneys. is a bus that goes a short distance. Okay, it doesn't necessarily an actually <laughs> tiny. No, <laughs> what's a chutney? Oh, I think chutney's like a. Savory jam? Yeah. Don't know. I don't know. That's yeah. what I'm going to call it, though. A savory jam. That a you can, savory you can chunky drink. jam. Yeah. Jordan, no, if you, you want to... chutney? No. If you <laughs> get yourself a party bus, mm-hmm. I think you can get a Smash Mouth discount. Oh, yeah. If you just say, hey, we're going to see the mouth. If there's yeah. anyone out there who has party bus discounts for Jordan... Hit me up. Please hit him up. So here's the thing that I think put me the, over the edge from, is this a good idea, to fuck yes, this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. T-shirts were made. God, that's another <laughs> fucking great idea. Get some puffy paint. I should get in on this. Mouth 2016. <laughs> I think Allison's a beloved part of the At Midnight family. No, right? you can come. There's not. There, you can actually. Same. You can legitimately come if you want to. Uh, Who's opening for Smash Mouth? Great question. Another great question. Don't Blues know. Blues Traveler. So it just okay. Here's the bomb I'm about to drop on you guys. Sugar so. Ray. God, I, I wish. <laughs> John Popper featuring Mark McGrath. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark McGrath raps. Popper plays harmonica. <laughs> The, I I was looking at my ticket, kind of questioning my life choices. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Am I doing this? Come on, really? Okay, because you spent thirty dollars on this. thirty bucks. You could have bought LFO tickets. Sure, <laughs> could have bought XFL tickets. You got it. <laughs> you were really hating me, me yeah. being you. Yeah, he was hating. Wait, let me say that again. He hate me. With he being you and me also being you. I hate myself. <laughs> Looking at this ticket. This performance? Yeah. Semi-acoustic. Ooh. Shut up. Yeah. Shut up. This is going to be like their storytellers. You story might get tellers. some raw vocals. Yeah. So maybe this is like a fucking Next thing level? where nobody opens for them. They just sit down on stools with guitars like the VH1 Eagles. VH1 unplugged. Yeah. And they tell they the stories behind All Star, The Others. How do you love how much marijuana are you going to smoke before this? Show? I don't know. I'm thinking about thinking about what and ha- what drugs to do and how much of them to do. I don't know. Maybe I just like weed for concerts. Yeah, it just really makes me enjoy everything. Yeah, it is good for that. It is really maybe fun. like one beer. Yeah. Okay. You know. Um, but you got to get that party bus. You're doing everything yeah, wrong. Yeah, that is a fucking you get that. stellar idea. Because again, I think it might even be like. A discount compared to 10 people taking lifts and Ubers or trying no, to pay abs- for parking Sure. There? You're absolutely right. Uh, I looked at the venue. Mm-hmm. They're performing at The Rose in Pasadena. What's The Rose? So The Rose, I had not heard of. So I looked Rose on their- Pub. 
They, they look, <laughs> yeah, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> Bring the kids, there's a ball pit. Listen to Smash Mouth. Now, that seems like a place to see Smash Mouth. Yeah, I would see that. Mouth at the Chuck. Yeah. And the first, the first, I would say, 20 pictures on this place's Yelp page are of Ted Nugent. <laughs> Performing wow. there, not eating there. Wow. <laughs> I, okay. Just chowing down on yeah. some mozzarella sticks. <laughs> I'm very curious about the semi-acoustic context. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess my first question is... Please. Who is the customer who says this? Mm-hmm. I love Smash Mouth. I'm looking forward to seeing them in, cost- in concert. But what I love about Smash Mouth is not their bombast. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like who's it's their, the... it's their message? <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is Bono in cargo shorts. I Please. would assume that it is a limitation of the venue. That maybe it's you not. Might be right. Like maybe you think it's a Ted Nuge? You think the Nuge was playing acoustic? Yeah, I don't know. How big is this place? But that's a it. It does seem to just be an outback steakhouse. <laughs> Like I've never like it heard, has a little stage. I've never heard of it. Yeah, which means nothing because I'm not cool. But I'm like, it's not the Rose Bowl. It's not something I'm like, oh, I've heard of that. That's a right. place that people go see concerts. So maybe it's just a smaller, cool, place. intimate. Yeah, it would be intimate. awesome if they were That's playing the, the Rose Bowl. <laughs> Hundred thousand <laughs> screaming <laughs> fans. I mean, like, Smash Mouth has. I mean, there's a reason that Smash Mouth was the theme music for the Shrek movies. Mm-hmm. Smash Mouth has a certain charm, right? Like, I don't think I'm off base in saying that there's something fun Mm -hmm. about Smash Mouth songs. Sure. The name is so bad. It's a very bad name. It's such a bad name. I don't love the word mouth. No. Or smash. (laughs) You're right. (laughs) Um, Neither word is good. But, like, inherent to the thing that you like about Smash Mouth Mm. is... They're bombast. Sure. How can you do that with an acoustic guitar? But You're I guess tenacious it's like, D at that point mm-hmm. without the singing. But that's the cool <laughs> thing about it. It's like when Adam Sandler did Punch Drunk Love, and you're like, "How is he going to do it?" Mm. It's like not in his element. He, we right. like him as this big goofy guy, but then it was fucking amazing. Do you think they're finally going to get an Oscar nod? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they're just going to go Smash back Mouth? to doing movies with Kevin James. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and I think that's actually a great observation. Maybe they do have something to prove. You know, this is a... They're musicians. They're yeah. artists, Jesse. People know us as... <laughs> People sh- think we like to party, but really, we also like to feel. Um, yeah, people Here's think Here's a them. love song we wrote. Yeah, I wonder... I like to party! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do think maybe this is like a big turning point for them, and I, and I have never, I've never seen them plugged. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> let alone unplug. Yeah, but uh, so you but, yeah. won't be able to do an A B comparison. No, uh, you should probably get on YouTube and check out if there's some hot vids. But yeah, but there's vids. some hot hot vids from shows, some mm-hmm. live bootlegs. Yeah, some like German music festivals. Oh, God, do they still have that channel that's just live concerts? Oh yeah, I remember think so. Channel? It's called like yeah, something with a P, and I can't remember the name. Yeah. Of it. It's called like is, is it called Palladium or am I making that up? I think it might be Palladium. I. This is a Cannot, favorite channel of my stepdad. I dated a guy who loved it, and it, it was excruciating to me. I'm like, why would you want to watch? <laughs> it's like watching people eating. It's just like, <laughs> I want to be there. I don't want right. to watch it. 
it's yeah, I, it's like it's watching to it's me. like watching one of those uh, Les Mis live in concert specials on yeah, PBS. Wa- mm-hmm. Like, no, that wasn't meant to be watched on a screen. Yeah. Or watching an improv show recorded. You're yeah, just like, right, no, exactly. you want to be there. There's no magic. Where's the... But yeah. But your stepdad's into it? My step... Yeah. Stepdad loves Palladium. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Last cool. year at Christmas, we watched the Bride Sets Your Christmas special on it. <laughs> uh, guess that what? sounds fun. It was really fun. I mean, I'm, I'm not even being sarcastic here. No, no. That it was fun. I'm not either. Fun. I am not being sarcastic. We had a lot of fun watching I was it. at like, a Christmas party the other day, and th- um, the U-log was on in the background, mm-hmm. and now there's all these like cool, hip U-logs. Uh, you know, there's like the one with the dog and the cat. No, I had no idea there so were new new logs. The one I grew up with was uh, WPIX Channel 11 out of New York. I was in Jersey, and it was just like traditional Yule log. Sure. And now the traditional one on a lot of the networks has like a dog and a cat because like you gotta. They're not on fire. They're not. No, they're not being burned. They're alive, okay. and they just take turns like hanging out in front of the camera. Then that there's like fun. an Animal Planet one that's like has these cats that like poof and disappear and then reappear, <laughs> which is very odd. Um, the eulog that'll freak you out if yeah, you're on shrooms. Yeah, and I was like the only one paying attention to it because why would you watch that? And I was like, the cat keeps disappearing, and they're like, sure, <laughs> sure, Allison. Um, but then um, someone else put one on, and it took me forever to realize it wasn't just the scene in the movie, but it's just the um, Darth Vader funeral pyre scene where he's just burning <laughs> it just goes on and on and on shit that's pretty good <laughs> I know and I was like oh it's pretty yeah, great this is good <laughs> um yeah, what's a uh, what's what's an Allison Becker doing for Christmas this year? I feel like you usually have fun seasonal activities. Guys, I'm going to pause the show here. Yeah. We're 45 minutes in. Okay. Let's take our first break. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to talk to Allison Becker about what some of her top Christmas activities Ooh. are. Mm. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. From the dawn of time, one podcast has unlocked the secrets of science and technology to enrich the lives of billions. And now, after a year where they've unlocked the golden age of knowledge, they're about to hit warp speed. And go stratospheric. Wait, hold up. On Ono, Ross, and Carrie, we don't make extraordinary claims. We investigate them. We go undercover with fringe religious groups, investigate paranormal claims, and we participate in pseudoscientific medical treatments and then report our findings to you. And yes, we've even investigated Scientology. Shh, Ross, shh. New episodes every month at MaximumFun.org. Ono, Ross, and Carrie. They show up so you don't have to. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker, human being. Jordan. Yes. We got something up on the Jumbotron this week. Boy, we sure do. And it's seasonally appropriate. It's called The Jingle Friends Podcast. Oh, this is someone's podcast? It could be about commercial jingles. But Uh when I read the title, I assumed it was about Christmas. Why don't I read more? Yeah. Calling all comedy pod fans, come on down to the Jingle Friends podcast and listen to three comedians from Brooklyn goof and gaff about holiday movies and specials every week. Oh, good. My assumption was correct. It is about Christmas, the holidays. We're three non-believers getting in the holiday spirit all year round. We've got great, great guests from the NYC comedy and art scene and TV shows like The Simpsons, Ridiculous Tangents, Social Commentary, Esoteric Games of Fuck, Mary Kill, Subscribe Today, We Love You, The Jingle Friends, iTunes, Stitcher, or at jinglefriends.com. 
Jumbotron.com. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, it is fun and easy. MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. We will share your message with the world. Literally dozens of people every week <laughs> tune in to Jordan, Jesse, Go to get their latest fix in the world of aimless conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> High quality. Sure. You know, someone said on the uh, Maximum Fun Reddit, mm-hmm. they said, why is Jesse always slagging off the show? Mm. I want to be clear. I think this is a great show. I sincerely believe this to be a great show. I'm very proud of this show, and I Faux love show. doing it every week. <laughs> yeah, not, uh, well, as, not, as, not as proud as this <laughs> <fuh> podcast. <laughs> Fuh show is a whole other thing, because that taps into a kind of a vibrant millennial it's audience. It's your offshoot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This uh, is your semi-acoustic performance. Yeah. yeah. Just because this show isn't especially popular doesn't mm-hmm. mean I believe it not to be good. Mm-hmm. I think this is a great show. It's the listening audience that are stupid. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're not, not taking to it more. The not listening audience That's is the, stupid. Those, the listening yeah. audience are absolutely correct. They're You're right. right. This is a fucking great show. Great You're work. You're doing great, guys. Thank you, Allison. So are you over there on True TV. I'm trying. You know, <laughs> when I said you can do better about your show, you can do better. Yeah. I was just joshing you. I want you to know that. <laughs> You're operating at the peak always, of your abilities. I can always do better. That's I a good point. We all can. We all can. That's a good point. Um, MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron is how you get up on the Jumbotron. We will share your message with our audience. We are also coming to where you live. Mm-hmm. If you live in San Francisco or Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming to uh, the SF Sketch Fest. Oh, I love that SF Sketch it's Fest. It's a lot of fun. Love always that SF Sketch great Fest. great show. Great crowd. January 14th mm-hmm. is the date. I'm, I'm going to be there uh, doing Judge John Hodgman as well. On Jordan Jesse Go, we're going to have the great Travis McElroy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just confirm that but via email. I'm going to be in town. Hey, Trav, come on over. I'm sorry that earlier on the show I said I wanted to kill you. Pop by the show. Let's make amends. Do you yeah. write Trav in the email? I call him Travi Trav. Travi mm. Trav? Yeah. E-Y or Y-I-E? T-Mac sometimes. <laughs> I, sometimes I just call him by their first initial in Mac. That's, That's a lot fun. of fun. That's fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's going to be a great show. Come to that. And Probably then, more uh, guests, too. That's always a fun... That's like one of our most fun... I feel like since we were in doing sketch comedy mm-hmm. 10 years ago, we have never failed to have a good time doing a show at no, SF Sketch Always Fest. a blast. I'm going to go out on a limb. Best comedy audience in the world. Oh, yeah. Whoa. Not, a, not hyperbole. They're great. Yeah. I was up there with you once, Jordan, for our old sketch group. Oh, Remember yeah. That? Those, those were pretty good shows. <laughs> Yeah. They were fun. They were fun. Uh, so, yeah. Casper, Hauser, Casper Hauser's doing a show at Sketchfest this year. There you go. Triumph you, Return. I was just up in um, San Francisco, and I went to the Tonga Room. Have you guys been to the Tonga Room? I would Fairmont like to hotel? go to the Tonga Room. It, they yeah. have a pool. It used to be the old pool in the hotel, mm-hmm. and now they keep the pool there with a little boat in it that the band plays on. And it's I love tiki bars, yeah. and it's like one of the <clears> best. <throat> it's the best Hands down, the best tiki bar I've ever been to. Wow. And I asked the manager how many times people get drunk and jump in the pool, <laughs> thinking that he was going to say, like, once a year. And he said one to two a week. Wow. And I was like, do they get banned? And he's like, well, we kick them out for the night, but they're welcome back the next day. <laughs> After they towel off. And then he told me that if I were going to get drunk and do that, to actually walk around to the other side, because the, the shallow end is near the bar, and that's where most people jump in, but you should be smart and go to the deep end. I like the... <laughs> I like that they've just You'll accepted better that this there. will happen. <laughs> I kind of wanted to do it, though, just for the story. Yeah, boy, that is super low stakes. Especially if you don't live there. It's not like, you know, 
Anyway, yeah. If it's just a, check it out, though. It's real fun. Yeah, I'd like to check it out. I might jump in the pool. We've also got very, very fun day coming up in February in Chicago. That is going to be a blast. We're going to be there with uh, a bunch of other Max Fun shows, The Flop House, Stop Podcasting Yourself, uh, Ono, Ross, and Carrie, uh, Judge John Hodgman, uh, plus some local Chicago shows, a great stand-up show with Graham. That is 90% sold out as of this recording. Oh, it will be more it. than that by the time this hits get the air. So it. If you want to go to that show, yeah, you better fucking take care of business and, and get on out there. Um, I also want to mention that uh, that very same day, February 11th, in Brooklyn, New York City, I will be promoting a show that I have produced, a bullseye comedy show uh, called Bullseye Comedy Night. Comedy Night Bullseye, something like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's at uh, Radio Love Fest, which is a great uh, festival the WNYC puts on at BAM, the Brooklyn Academy of Music. And uh, we're putting together a stand-up show with, and get ready for this, because I'm about to name a fucking murderer's row of past Jordan <laughs> Jesse Go guests. Hurry Kondabolu. Okay, that's number one. Solomon Giorgio, Maeve Higgins, Guy Branham, and Phoebe Robinson. That is five killer stand-ups on one show. Uh, I'm going to appear uh, videographically, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to be real fun. So if you live in Brooklyn, uh, go to that. You can find more information at bam.org. Um, yeah, all those shows. Uh, also, MaximumFun.org for all your ticket links and all everything you need. We'll talk to you again in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Comedy, friendship, and creativity. All of this and more wait for you at Max FunCon. Join us for Max FunCon in Lake Arrowhead next June or Max FunCon East in the Poconos next September. Tickets for both events are on sale now, but they're going fast. Visit MaxFunCon.com to buy your tickets right now. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Allison Becker, very single. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, no, no, let me, the follow-up question. Are you ready to mingle? <laughs> si, senor. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, with perhaps a spicy Latino. I'm sorry I called you spicy. You're a wonderful people, and that was racist of me. Jordan, they're known for their samurai swords. That's true. Thank you. No, stop. I apologize. I saw that I was wrong. Um, <clears throat> we were, okay. Christmas, Christmas time is here. Allison, you usually are someone who does fun seasonal activities. Thank you. What are your Xmas plans <laughs> slash Chainica um, plans? More of a statement of fact than a compliment, but there you go. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> no, it was a compliment. You're okay. like the – you are the funnest person I know. Thank you. That's yeah. a compliment. That is a really kind compliment. I try to embrace um, life and activities so I don't find myself crying alone on my couch too much. Right. Um, so that's how it manifests itself is through fun stuff. I am um, – my friend – uh, Darren and I, we are both from New Jersey, so every year we throw our annual Very Jersey Christmas Party, which you've been to before, right? The have very I Jersey been to Christmas it? Party? I think you have. I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's a very specific theme. It's 1930s New Jersey Christmas Gangster. Okay. Hey, I've, you know, I think, Allison, I think, the, I think the, the rule with the Very Jersey Christmas Party is if you remember it, you weren't there, baby. Yeah. Bada bing, bada boom, 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 boom. Uh, living on a prayer. I'm always really blown away by how uh, 
much people commit to that. Yeah. People just get all done up and it's a lot of fun. Um, so that's like my own tradition with my friends. Uh, I also have family traditions. Um, my parents, like I said earlier, are pretty religious. My mom every year, <laughs> she hasn't. She has two nativity sets. One is under the tree, mm-hmm. and one is um, the one was bought in Italy. Oh, so my parents don't have a Jersey accent. That's where the Pope lives, right? They don't have a Jersey accent, but I like to do the impressions of them with sure. a Jersey accent. Um, so yeah, it's this is from Italy. When we die, you'll probably inherit this. Mm-hmm. Just so you know, they're very expensive. Mm-hmm. These figurines were like a thousand dollars each. Um, we should explain uh, <laughs> that. Allison's Allison's parents are the situation and <laughs> Snooky. Yeah. yeah, very much. Um, Snooky. So, so uh, you're not supposed to, if you've ever driven by a nativity scene or seen one, um, as my mother calls them, a crash. Mm. You're not supposed to piss on them. You're not supposed to piss on them, number one. Um, but if, unless you really have to go. And that's but like it's a representation of the baby Jesus and his pals. You're right. But you're not supposed to put the baby Jesus in until Christmas. Oh, okay. So you'll if you drive by them, like the ones in front of churches now, you, there's no baby Jesus in there. There's a little devil baby. In there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they take him out. They take her out. The devil's definitely yeah. a girl. They take her out. Yeah, well, them. because of her menstruation. And then they, put... which I am very positive about. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And then they put the white, blue-eyed Jesus, which would make Thank no you. sense Thank historically. You. Well, it's a little more aesthetically pleasing. Uh, you have to. Admit. And every time, every last year on Christmas, I got into a little bit of an argument with my mother in church, which was probably not good. But I was just, she's like, "Let's go look at, let's go up after the after mass and look at the crash." And I was like, "Why are they all blonde hair, blue-eyed? Like, they were they lived in the Middle East. Like, what? This is so racist." Anyway, um, so my mom every year likes to put the baby Je- make a big show of putting the baby Jesus in the manger and then singing happy birthday. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> and many more. Well, not that many, <laughs> but you ascended to the right hand of the Father, so it's so pretty good deal for everyone. You died for our sins <laughs> and absolved us of our sins. Yeah. I would love it if <laughs> And then after your mom sang happy birthday, like five TGI Fridays employees came in and then sang a happy, happy, happy birthday, something, 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 Oreo madness. You are the king of the Jews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's that's, um, that's always fun. And then my mom makes rice pudding, which is delish. Mm-hmm. Um, she might not be the most progressive woman religion wise, but she's the most progressive when it comes to rice pudding. Oh, what's going in there? She's just real good at it. I don't know what she does, but it's real good. Progressive. Like a cinnamon? Oh, she tops it with cinnamon and nutmeg, yeah. You gotta. Yeah. Is there tapioca in there at all? No, it's just straight up uh, milk and rice. She gotta get a certain kind of rice. She gets Mm -hmm. very finicky with that rice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Golden raisins. That sounds nice. I like a golden raisin. Underutilized, the golden raisin. Underutilized. Can I tell you guys the truth? I don't like raisins. Oh, interesting. Golden or otherwise? Even, yeah, the... Well, I don't know what the standard ones are called. Standard raisins? Cal- California raisins. California, California raisins. raisins? Yeah. <laughs> you heard that through the grapevine, right? <laughs> I did. Uh, that's our, Do you like grapes? Because I got a surprise for you when I answer this <laughs> 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 It's going to blow your mind, Jesse. <laughs> do you like grapes? Uh, yeah, I'm fine with grapes. Okay. No. I'm going to send you some articles later. <laughs> some <laughs> yeah, links. Some well, jerky with dried out meat. Yeah. 
that's fair. That's fair. Sounds like a, you know I got. I don't a, like craisins. I don't want to. Yeah, the craisins can take a walk. Hold up. I kind of like craisins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Do you like cranberries? Because I got some more. <laughs> um. I so we, I've talked about this a couple times on the show. I have a kind of complicated relationship to the idea of the ugly sweater party. Okay. Uh. You know. On the one hand, you're no longer really into doing things ironically. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, it's the only way you can get hard. Sure. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But on the other hand, it's a party. God, I'm going to be so fucking hard at this <laughs> concert. <laughs> no, you know, it seems it seems so, like, goobery to do it. But on the other hand, I would like to be invited to one because I bet it's really fun. And yeah. I feel like I feel like I am not... I am I am failing as a fun guy in his 30s because I don't get invited to ugly sweater parties. Yeah. I don't have a bar trivia team. Nobody's ever invited me to do an escape room. I am fucking this up. What about playing the I'll board game Ticket to Ride? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll should... do an escape room whenever you want. I did one and I found it lackluster, and I think it was the specific one. I might not be into it when I was ac- when I actually got there, but I, yeah, I, I would no, like to get then the no. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's wow. why you're not getting invited. No, you're right. I've got a bad toot about it because you know I like that shit. Like I like scavenger hunts and stuff. Yeah. What I did you have to little... escape from? A room. Yeah. In West Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't. It can be a little oppressive. The whole vibe. This one was very. It was so calm, and I do like. I don't do. I had never done an escape room before, but like I said, I do scavenger hunts, and like I get the how those things work. Mm. And it was so. They had to give us so many clues that I was like, if you had to give it this many clues, and this was poorly written. Sure. Like it's just not intuitive enough. Um, I did get invited to a ugly sweater party. Really happy about it. Just Congrats. Got, well, just got the. Get the, got the Facebook notice. They're canceling the party because <gasps> their neighborhood's going to be too clogged up for the Rogue One premiere. Fuck you, Rogue One. Whoa, those A are Star Wars stories. I already have my tickets. I, I for one, <laughs> hate Star Wars stories. Yeah. I see it as a sort of spiritual sequel to Ghost Dog Way of the Samurai. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty excited. <laughs> you think Forrest about Whitaker it? is the same character? Yeah. It's in the Ghost Dogiverse. <laughs> Yeah, if there's a scene where he's tending his flock of pigeons on a roof, we'll know. But do they live like on Hollywood Boulevard? Do they live like above? I think Man- they, they live. In- <laughs> no, but I mean, like to cancel this party, like that seems like a weird. It's I not f- the Oscars. I feel like the Rogue One shit is blocking off like a mile of street. Where are they doing it? Like in Hollywood? I think it was kind of central Hollywood, so. Maybe this thing would have been a pain in the ass to go to, anyways. <sighs> Good riddance. On the plus side, it's a nice excuse to go to Muji. It is a nice excuse to go to Muji. And also, you kind of, you kind, it kind of was a win-win for you because you still got the invite, which you admitted is what you wanted. That's true. And then you didn't want to deal with it. You, hey. Did you even get the sweater? No, I looked a little bit on Amazon. Right, but then you didn't have to put any money on it. So like, hey, you kind of right. won. I did come out of this. Just saying, like a real guy who came out of something well. Hey, if you come out of something well, yeah. give us a call for our segment, Momentous Occasions, at two zero six nine eight four. For fun, that's two zero six nine eight four four F U N. Hey Brian, run that call, buddy. Hi Jordan, Jesse, Go, and guest. Uh, this is Sylvia from Washington D.C. Um, my momentous occasion is that for four years I've been trying to get a job in a civil rights office in the federal government. Very exciting. I finally got a job. Woohoo! Um, that's actually not the momentous occasion. The momentous occasion is that while campaigning, the president-elect said he wanted to shut down my office. So I might be the first person 
fired by him before he even starts work. I'm not really sure. Anyway, thanks. Bye. I want to just say real quick, I'm an NPR journalist. Mm -hmm. Of course, as an NPR journalist, I have to abide by an ethics code. Has to do with things like political candidates, bias, and so on and so forth. So I just want to say right up front, I honestly don't know who the president elect is. <laughs> and as a comedian, I can say anything that you are not allowed to say, such as Sylvia Trump is a vomit poop face. <laughs> And he's mm-hmm. an evil man. Mm-hmm. And I am so excited for you that you got a job doing something good for this world. And I am so sad that he might take that away from you. That is devastating. Jesse, you have anything to say about that? Now, when you say <laughs> Trump, who are you referring to? <laughs> oh, uh, uh, have you seen Home Alone 2 Lost in New York? Yeah, he's sure. one of the actors from that. Oh, the old man from the church. Oh, no, different guy. Yeah, he's got the birds. And... No, 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 different guy. I think that was an old woman, too. Ah. Uh, <laughs> he's another guy. I love that old man from the church with the birds. Yeah. Um, what, now, what does that old man have to have against civil rights? <laughs> he, I know what it is. He wants to divert the funding. To bird seed. Sure, right. Uh, well, I think here's – I got some good news for our uh, caller who's, you know, whose job might 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 go by the wayside because of the new president. That I think he's supporting a lot of other great industries that maybe you can get into. For instance, he's – Gay a, conversion. Gay conversion. <laughs> sure. Get some you're gays. Not gonna, you're not going to win me over. Teach them about ladies. <laughs> Boobs, giants, all of I'm that. I'm sure they're just going to hire so many camp counselors for yeah, all the gay conversion Yeah, sure. Camps. And, you know, I think he's appointed both people who work for the WWE and Carl's Jr. <laughs> so maybe look at getting into Carl's Jr. because that's going to be a growth industry. If it doesn't get all over the place, it doesn't belong in your face. Let's take another call. <laughs> hey, Jordan, Jesse, guest, calling with a momentous occasion, I guess. Um I am excited to report I am hopped up on painkillers currently uh, because I just finished getting my penile prosthesis put in. Uh, I was born with something called venous leak where the chambers of my penis don't hold blood the way they're supposed to and so they can't really form an erection. So the doctor scrape out the old chambers and put in new silicone chambers that attach to a pump in the scrotum where I can pump some saline into those chambers and have an erection for as long as I'd like. So, uh, yeah, pretty excited about that. It's been a while coming, and now I plan on taking advantage of it in, you know, the weirdest possible circumstances where I can put a few pumps in before holiday family dinners or hanging out at the public pool. Mm-hmm or potentially PTA meetings. Um, Yeah, so pretty excited to have this new bionic super penis and uh, pretty excited to move on to the next chapter of my sexual life here. So uh, just wanted to share. Thanks for what you do. Keep keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it too. All right, bye-bye. That call really took a turn for the braggy about two-thirds in. (laughs) Yeah. 
Well, anyway, welcome. I have so many questions. Yes, I won't be able to answer them. What's one? I'm I know just some of Google the answers. Them. I read a book, a wonderful book called Grunt mm-hmm. that our friend and past guest Mary Roach wrote about uh, the science of the military, mm-hmm. and one of the chapters was about penis injuries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the Genital injuries. Right, right. Because one of the things uh, for uh, soldiers who are deployed overseas in the 21st century is that uh, body armor uh, does not protect you effectively from upward explosions, upward-oriented explosions. And obviously, a lot of IEDs, improvised explosive devices, are on the ground. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you step on or activate an IED from below... Bye-bye, ding-dong. Exactly. And so, uh, among other things, like many uh, medical personnel will gather information about what you want to be done if it looks like you will no longer Oh, okay. But there are lots of reconstructive surgeries available... And among other things, they can actually make a really effective uh, – for people who have literally lost their junk. Right. They can make a really effective prosthesis, and part of that prosthesis is one of these pumps. And the pump is like the least convenient part of it. You do right. you pump it up, but as he said, you get a super boner. And I wonder if that's what they do for um – transgender men who are transitioning. I wonder how they construct a penis. I also wonder that. Uh but I just want to – I'm so curious about – and I'm sure I could just – this could be answered with a Google search. But I'm just curious about – first of all, thank you for sharing that. That yeah. was just a very personal yeah. thing. So thank you for sharing that. A Google search that will haunt your Facebook advertisements forever. <laughs> Not on Facebook. Ah, good. Uh, um, what do you guys want me to Google for you? I'm free. Um, I just want to know like pre-pump, pre-silicone in, in – um, what's the – implants? Sure. Yeah. Um, were you like how was sex then? Were you still able to have sex? Just you wouldn't get hard. Like I want to know how that was working. Yeah. I uh, I uh, read an article about a man in I think it was Thailand who had this done recently, and I think this is rarer uh, in Thailand or whatever country. It Wait, was. I don't mean to interject, but Please. Thailand is huge on um, sex reassignment therapy. Okay, huge. So this is, so maybe they're the experts on it. So this is a man who got some sort of revolutionary. Bio bone, mm-hmm. and it made such headlines that he was just getting random requests for sex from women who wanted to try it out. And the reporter asked him, "Oh, so have you taken anybody up on it?" And he's like, "No, I work really late, so I've been tired." Oh, <laughs> what a nice man! He's a very nice man. Yeah. But yeah, anyway. because I, I would. That is fascinating, though, the pump. Because in my head, I was like, I guess they just have to make it hard all the time mm-hmm. in case you ever need it hard. Sure. <laughs> but I guess you can have it, yeah, just perma hard. And then you maybe just you, you tape it to the leg every day while you're going out to the, you know, PTA meeting or whatever. Yeah. Well, I think if we've learned anything from the history of sneakers, mm-hmm. first you get the pump, then you get Asics gel, <laughs> sure. then you get, of course, LA lights. Mm-hmm. And then you get the pump, like, in retro. Yeah, know. then you get an ironic pump yeah. that comes back I have. Again. So I recently purchased some pumps. How are those? Um, they're great. Uh, although a little – because I do play women's basketball, and I was doing a search on Zappos for women's high-top basketball shoes, which, hey, Zappos, who I love, and mo- it's mostly about the, the shoe manufacturers. You don't make any women's high-top shoes. Hmm. For basketball. You just don't. Hmm. You make like two. So I ordered the pump and I was like, oh, I love the pump. Got it. And then looked at the receipt and it said it's a dance shoe. Mm. 
So they really only had one high top I mean, sneaker for women to play basketball. First in. of all, what what is what is ba- what is basketball but a ballet with a ball? <laughs> well I certainly well find said. it to be very mm-hmm. balletic. Sure, it is. And I've often imagined what it would be like if swans played basketball. <laughs> Let's all think about that now. Yeah. Uh, how's your how's your vertical leap? Has it improved? Uh, it's not bad. Okay, cool. I got a good outside shot. Would yep. you say Al- legs are... Allison Becker got ups? Yeah, I think I'd say that. Well, Maybe not last year, but now I'd say it. Yeah. <laughs> we got those pumps. So now you got some ups. Yeah, exactly. God, if I had pumps, you know what I'd do? Pump, 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 pump. <laughs> pump, 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 pump. Just all your, day long. Yeah, you do, I did for a couple fun. days. Oh. I wish I had them on so you could do that right now. I want those Michael Chang pumps. <laughs> Give me those tennis semi-star Michael Chang pumps. How about some pumps? It doesn't have to be in shoes. What about a pump shirt? Oh yeah, pump undies. I got a, a lot, lot of, of stuff. I got a pumped. lot of crevasses that need filling. Yeah, my whole my lumpy bod mm-hmm. is not getting a an appropriate fit. Tighten it up. I think the um, <clears throat> the elder calling myself an elder, the elder version of pumps is like I have a lumbar support in my car mm-hmm. that I can like, pump up and then release. Oh, I bet that's <laughs> yeah. nice. Oh, I love that. Some... I got that. I got that too. You just go. Yeah. Sometimes I I release it just so that later I can treat myself with the support. Because <laughs> <Yes. laughs> oh, sometimes shit. it's on sometimes and you're fun. like, I want it, and you're like, it's already on. Yeah. I just want the difference. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I'm right good. there with you, Allison yeah, Becker. Yeah, good. Right there with you, Jordan. You got lumbar support in that Prius? No. You got to get on that. You can get the pillow. You can get I, it's the just a stool. I sit straight up. Really? I got the A package. Oh, okay. You get the C package. Does this? It's an actual seat. Is the A package for stand-up comics only? Yeah, yeah. A steel stool and a glass of water. Yeah, it's a glass of water. And, and then, a notebook. Yeah, and every time I stop, it says, so what else is going on? <laughs> 206-984-4FUN or JJGO at MaximumFun.org. Those are the ways to get in touch with us. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Most Boy Detective. Allison Becker, great lady. <laughs> and Truth to Mingle? <laughs> Truth in advertising, folks. Yeah. She really is. That's why she's a beloved eight, regular drum, Jesse Go. Lion. I had to giggle after it. I don't know why. No, no, that worked. Okay. Yeah. We'll get some more options on it, but I think okay. that was a good... Oh, for, right. Okay. <laughs> How many times has Allison Becker been on Jordan Jesse Go? Half a dozen? <sighs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, I think so. Probably somewhere between, between five and eight. Always a pleasure. Yes. Always a genuine pleasure. Well, well it is for us. I don't know about you. It is for me. Well, I good. could sit here all day and talk to you guys. And I think Guys... <laughs> Quit, quit pumping up my super penis here. Also, I should say, just because you guys don't Please. have a visual on the gentleman now, they are both looking extraordinarily dapper cut today. Cut it out. Cut it out. Jesse's rocking oh, some fancy kind. shoes cut it out. and like a flannel top. I don't even know what that is. It just looks amazing. Jordan's also got on some like looks. They look like Italian leather shoes and like he's doing the, the V-neck over the. I'm going to say that's like a, a nice. I, a lot of people would say, what are you wearing, Jordan? Lambs? Well, I'm going to say no. That's a That's a merino. Yeah, he's got merino wool over a collared shirt. I actually shirt. borrowed this from Dan Marino. <laughs> <laughs> 
I fucked him last night. Like I if, didn't have any. I didn't know that I was going to be sleeping over. I thought we were just going to get drinks. If but, I introduced you, know. you to my parents in that outfit, they'd be like, "You should date him." Yeah. This is no. This is my meeting the parents yeah, outfit. Good meeting the parents yeah, outfit. Yeah. Uh, uh, colored shirt under sweater. It's no coincidence that later on tonight. He's going to watch Beat the Parents. <laughs> I am going to watch Beat the Parents. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't there two? I think there's three. Meet the Fockers. Yeah. Meet and then the I think there's Baby Fockers. Oh, God. Which is like Muppet Babies. It's a cartoon Ben Stiller. <laughs> Just getting into wow. awkward situations. <laughs> Amazing. Did Meet the Fockers have Barbara Streisand in it? Yeah. She was the one of the mothers. His oh, mother. Yeah. She okay. was his mother. Right? I don't know. I have not seen past... The first parents. I don't. I have not. Yeah, dived. they were like super yoga. Like, um, oh, okay. ring. They t- yeah. ring, they- ring. I'm reenacting a scene here. Ring, ring. It's not a scene from the movie. It's a scene from real life. <laughs> ring, ring. Hello, creative artists agency. <laughs> Hi, this is legendary entertainer Barbara Streisand. I'm ready to break my silence. <laughs> Can you get me the sequel to Meet the Parents? <laughs> uh, I think that is a. I would like to like skip right to that part of an acting career where you're like the beloved actor who gets stunt cast as the funny parent. Yeah, I bet yeah. that's a fun like low stakes. And it's yeah. also like you made it this far. Yeah, we'll just, just pop you in this. Just come by and have some crafty. Have a little crafty. Yeah, say come by, say hi, make a cool meal. Have yeah, sure you have can be Monica's dad with on Friends. Yeah. <laughs> you want a hoodie? It says Friends on it. Yeah, you'll be married to John Voight. <laughs> Come over here and be married to John Voight. He's scary. I would. Yeah, he's bad now. <laughs> Maybe he was bad the whole time. Angelina Jolie's dad. A sure. lot of people forget that. A lot of people forget that. Ah, not just Angelina Jolie's dad. Angelina Jolie's estranged Ooh. dad. Yes, estranged. Yes. Oh, I wonder what those family holidays were like. <laughs> Probably super chill. Yeah. Yeah, super. I mean, you chill. gotta figure you get Angelina Jolie and John Voight in a room. <laughs> but I, okay, I knew Probably, they... <laughs> yeah, just roll a J and watch the Twilight Zone marathon. <laughs> Does anyone know why they're estranged? I, I knew they were estranged. Yes, because he's an insane monster <laughs> and she's an insane non-monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, remember when she wore... Uh, Billy Bob Thornton's blood around her neck. And yes. And remember when she made out with her brother? Does anybody remember that? Yes. This was a golden age of crazy she Jolie. made out with her brother. Yeah. That's not okay. Yeah. I blame Voight. <laughs> you gotta blame Voight. Yeah, that was just to piss off dad. Like, how, what's the biggest way we can yeah, piss off dad? Sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, that's like worse than she like was, a tattoo. She was angry at the time about his performance in the movie Varsity Blue. <laughs> <laughs> sure. I never got over Anaconda. <laughs> <laughs> None of us did. The country didn't. Angie, we know you're listening. Sure. We love you. Do we? we? <laughs> We're fi- I'm fine. I got no problem with Angelina Jolie. I just hope she's listening. Love seems strong. She definitely I is listening. I honestly have no opinion of her. What other Hollywood bombshells would you say listen to Jordan <laughs> Jesse go? Ooh, um, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Oh, I don't absolutely. know that I would call her a bombshell, but she's certainly a lovely actress. Stone Cold yeah. Fox. She uh, is a Stone Cold How you Fox. doing, MG? Mm-hmm. Um, shout out to Jill's shirt. Um, uh, Rosario Dawson. Oh yes, mm-hmm. Rosie baby, call me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to do lunch. I have a Cunnilingus movie I want to pitch you. <laughs> uh, we have fun, Michelle we... Williams. I should hope so. Oh. If she knows what's good for her. Mm-hmm. She is so talented. She is so talented. And, and I, I feel like she doesn't get the attention she deserves. Yeah, not She's listening so to talented. Jordan Jesse Gomez, yeah. probably. Get on it, girl. 
Well, she's great in Manchester by the Sea. It's a small role, but she I really knocks it out of the park. I've only seen the preview. It's great. She's it's really like, good. My heart's broken. I she and I think yours is too. Yeah, is that what she says? She does say that, <laughs> and it's great. <laughs> um, oh, and of course J Law. We all know J Law. Oh, listen. she's cool. She's so real. She's like so cool. <laughs> Just like me and my friends. J Law, you want to come over and play Ticket to Ride? <laughs> What's I don't know what, what ticket to ride. What is, it's that? A, is that a sex game? Well, I felt like I was. <laughs> I felt like I was talking about Settlers of Catan too much, and I don't really know anything about board. Yeah, games. Yeah, no, I think we need a new board game poll. But Ticket to Ride is like that's like the Settlers of Catan of things that aren't Settlers of Catan. How do you play it? I don't know. It's about trains. Train, train, train oh, game. That sounds like a hoot. Sounds like a train game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of, it which, is a sex thing. Don't by the you way. think? Um, have you guys ridden a train lately? When was the last train that I rode? I don't know. No, I haven't ridden a train I think lately. Maybe the last train I rode was the train I rode ignominiously back from that Comic Con that went so disastrous. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, you know, I read a. Tra- was it the Ocean Liner? Yes. Yeah. I think I read a delightful ride, isn't it? it? Right along the coast. Fantastic. The sun was I going down. I just really feel like Amtrak has not jumped on this like old-timey artisan trend that's happening. They can do yeah. that. I feel they like should. if they hire me to be their, like, branding person, yeah. that I get, like, God, trains they... are, like, romantic and cool and sexy. And... If they got that guy, Waris, that's friends with uh, that's friends with Wes Anderson, the yeah. Sikh guy, the handsome Sikh guy, right? I'd do anything for him. Hmm. You know, Wes Anderson just shot an H&M commercial. Yeah, on a train. beautiful. On, on, a train. A train. on a train. Amtrak, jump on that shit. Sure. Have little cakes. Oh. Cocktails in a jam jar. Rent out a train for a party, like a car for a party. Take us to see Smash Mouth. <laughs> what yes. was it? What was it? What's the name of that uh, Wes Anderson train movie? The real one? Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling, thank you, Limited. I just want to let the lady from that movie know. You'd she's fuck listening her. to Jordan Mexico <laughs> right now. You'd fuck her. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a beautiful woman. Dear she God. Is. She is, yeah. Dear God. Mm. Is she in other movies? I mean, a simple internet search will surely not tell us. <laughs> <laughs> there's no way of knowing. No way At the end knows. of the day, there's no, there's no way, way of knowing. But Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, she's a stunner. Yeah. That's all I got. Me too. I mean, Owen Wilson's <laughs> real handsome too. Everybody looks good in that. Adrian Brody. Sure. Jason Schwartzman. Others. <laughs> the whole Anderson repertory crew. They look great. Looking good. He makes them look great. He does. He lights them. He costumes them. Oh, Can I tell you something? Symmetry. Yeah. Font. Can I tell you something about meeting Colors celebrities yes. that you were a little intimidated to meet? I was a little worried to meet Jason Schwartzman. <clears throat> uh, Why? Because you're... You it, well, enjoy his work? Because I, I do. I love his work. I'm Bored to Death is one of my favorite TV mm-hmm. shows ever. Um, Rushmore, maybe my favorite movie ever. Like, just, I, I and love... And also, isn't he the drummer on the OC theme song? California. That's primarily <laughs> what you like him for, yeah. right? His work in Phantom Planet. <laughs> just, yeah, I as like, the drummer of Phantom Planet. I just like to remind people of things that they forget about. He's yeah, the drummer on that fun. song. Uh, <laughs> that was a fun fact. I was I was in Austin, Texas, and he was in Austin, Texas. I don't remember why that worked All out. All of your stuff happens in Austin, Texas. I know. It's a good place to get a story for a podcast. Yeah. Or some queso. Sure, or some queso. <laughs> or some fun. And uh, he and I were uh, sexting. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was nervous. To, I was genuinely nervous to meet him. And I don't know, like... Uh, you know, Rushmore is one of it's one of those things. Like Rushmore, I saw when I was eighteen years old. It was like 
you know, I don't need to explain to you. Yeah, when you see your first Wes Anderson, what movie, kind of guy like I was? Changing yeah. or like as yeah. a teenager. Yeah. Allison has a dog named Dignan, so yeah. I think uh, yeah. she gets it. I get it. There you go. I mean, <laughs> you still have that dog. That dog's not dead, right? No, that dog's not dead. He's okay. very much okay. alive. Okay. To be fair, <laughs> better name, Mister Little Jeans. <laughs> but I'll take Dignan. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, I was terrified to meet him, and when I did meet him, I have to say he was so lovely. Oh. That it was almost upsetting or a disappointment <laughs> because You're like boring. <laughs> like I felt like he and I had connected so he was so pleasant and so kind, and I think it's just his affect, you know. Yeah. Like I think he's just one of those people that, like Bill Clinton, you know, they always say he just looks into your eyes and you feel I've like he's that, on yeah. your side. You know, I felt that way about him, but I knew. I'm not going to be friends with Jason Schwartzman. It was like all I wanted in the world as I was talking to him. I was like, Jesus Christ. We are not going to hang out after this. This guy is so fucking nice. I would love to. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's not. mm. No. We're like talking about our families and where we live in Los Angeles. I'm like, yeah. Have you thought about? But you didn't want to take it to like, so you want to get a beer? Like you just didn't want to like. Uh, Take it to that level. Have you thought about becoming the bass player for Phantom Planet? Yeah, maybe. It's a good point. Although I think he got kicked out of Phantom Planet. Mm. Do you think he still gets the sweet, sweet residues from that? Oh yeah, every time somebody streams. I call them yeah residues. I think every time somebody streams the OC on Netflix, he gets a another fun fact. Yeah. Did you know there's a bar? In the valley called residuals, and if you have a residual check that's under a dollar, I've been and it's a blast. <laughs> I've got, I, I have them in my car in case that's I go great. to that bar. That's I, great. I get it. Always... Once a year, I get a fucking envelope. Full that's of an one LA set. thing that I've wanted to do. So next time you, oh yeah, go I'm, let yes, me know. Absolutely, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, because if you are an actor, America, mm-hmm. you uh, often get checks in the mail, and a lot of times they are under a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> under a dollar. I have I have a lot of one cent ones. Yeah, the one cent ones are like comical because they mailed it in an envelope. Sure. That, that costs money with a stamp that costs money. I mean, the check costs more than one cent. <laughs> yeah. And they'll mail you, sometimes you'll get them from the same job and it'll be like one cent, one cent in separate envelopes. And you're like, I will Guys, get a, get I will together. get a manila envelope full of them. So that's a little bit more efficient. But yeah, you yeah. take them down to residuals, get yourself a beer. I'll do that. It's a lot of fun. Jesse, you have a concern. Hashtag at JJGo on Twitter. Yeah. MaximumFun.reddit.com is a fun place to talk about how much you resent our local Los Angeles references. <laughs> um, uh, Maximum Fun on Facebook. Search for that. Join up in that group. Like Jordan Jesse Go on Twitter. Allison Becker, you're on uh, Twitter, right? I'm on Twitter at the Allison Becker. Allison only has one L because I'm weird. No, it's because you're cool. Because I'm cool. Because you're the cool. Allison Becker. Yeah. yeah. Same on Instagram at the Allison Becker. Uh, Not Jordan, on Facebook, though. Jordan Not on Facebook. is at Jordan underscore Morris. Mm-hmm. I am at Jesse Thorne. I forgot to talk about how somebody on Reddit thought that I might be the same person as Brandon Routh. Who's star that? Of, oh, star the, of that the, Superman the bad Superman. Oh, yeah. One of the bad Supermen. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah. Good. Sure. That's a good one. Because while he is not famous for having been good in that super mov- Superman movie, he meets my standard, which is they have to be famous for being handsome. Absolutely. Yeah, and maybe you could get some of his sweet, sweet residues. Gotta get those residues. Gotta get those residues. <laughs> He was good in the uh, Maria Bamford show. He played one of the love interests. He yeah. was good on the nice Maria Bamford show. Turn. Mm-hmm. Ralph can say a joke. And you know what? I thought he was really good as uh, uh, 
Caroline's dad on Caroline in the City. <laughs> Thinking of John Voight. <laughs> oh, got it. Sorry. <laughs> Brian Fernandez, a.k.a. Sonny D, is our producer, laughing sometimes audibly outside the studio. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.